We're skeptical. We're skeptical. We're skeptical. We're skeptical. We're skeptical. Hello, and welcome to Alloy Block Five, the podcast for Gunners by Gunners. And I've got Stuart Izzard with me, Stuart. Good evening, Matthew. Are you a skeptical, atmosphere type person? What do you mean? Well, this is what Arsene Wenger said in the, uh, after the Everton game that we've been creating a skeptical environment and the players haven't responded very well to it. So it's our fault, apparently, that we've been associated. Ah, right. What, us, us as our lot in block five? Possibly. Uh, yeah. Particularly after the rant you had when uh, you were those Tottenham fans at the pool game. <laughs> no, I'm not changing my stance on every, anything I've said, but... One thing I have been saying for weeks and weeks is we need to get busy and get going and get upsides, and we did that Saturday, didn't we? So, yeah. It says, uh, what hurts me is that at the important moment of the season, we played in a a sceptical environment. Well, he he should realise that, (coughs) sceptically, we've been shit. So Something that has existed for many years... Uh, Nick Hornby, didn't Nick Hornby write a book about it? Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, Arsenal fans basically don't believe that they're ever going to win anything until they've actually done it. And It's um, it's the bit, isn't it, in Fever Pitch, mm. when um, when he turns around to his mate and he says, well, fuck it, nil-nil at half-time when it at Anfield. Well, we might as well be 8 nil down. Yes. His, his mate says, well, no, we, we need to win 2 nil. so being nil-nil at half-time is a lot sight better than being 8 nil down at half-time. Yeah. So, yeah, that is the proper gooner, isn't it? But, yeah. 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 Um, so, I like John, will you? So, uh, uh, we've got John Rubin back from Hamburg. Uh, hello, John. Evening all. And, um, uh, Good Narbund. So, all went well, I presume. Um, just a quick check-up on the barmaid. Um, lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> And what, it what wasn't evidence? a case if she was a lesbian because I asked her out and she knocked me back. No. <laughs> Just to make that clear, viewers. I asked her out and she said, no, must be a dyke. No, yeah. what it was, was, I think I was doing something on my phone and Andy's kicking me. I'm going, what? He went, you missed it. I said, what? He said, she's kissing her girlfriend. I turned around and went, is that a girl? <laughs> I went, yeah. I went, well, she's quite butch. So it was like, she was a bad lesbian. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was all right. But it was really knackered after the gig. And then the yeah. girl came up and said, uh, what's wrong? I said, I'm just really tired. So she went to what a shot. And I thought, oh, you know what? I don't know if that's going to go down well. And I went, oh, go on in. So um, she brought this thing up. I thought it was like lemoncella, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was like green. had a citrus taste to it. She said it was homemade. So it had a citrus okay. taste to it with uh, quite sweet as well. Three or four of them. I must have had a sugar rush. I was quite lively after that. We just carried on drinking. Did you make the <laughs> stairs, John? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I found? I it's, found it's, like, it it's like doing a podcast with Kung Fu Panda, doing it, John, isn't it? <laughs> 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 it's like all Tuesday afternoon in uh, the Hard Rock bar um, down by the pool. Right. It's place like, for it to be. You are. It was a weird place for it to be because you go down to like the port side where there's basically cranes and shit going on. Oh, right. And there's loads of like boats, sort of like uh, what do you call it, like river boats, whatever. But then there's the Hard Rock Cafe. 
you kind of think, well, why isn't this in the middle of town? Why is it stuck out of the way? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all right. We, we spent all afternoon in there just getting hammered. So by the time the sisters emerged, it was so hot in there as well. And they, they do have a lot of fog, which they're renowned for. So halfway through, I said to Andy, I went, you know, I'm, I'm really banking up here. I'm going to have to go to the back and get some air. I was going, all right then. So I got out towards the back. And I was so cold, I had to put my coat on. <laughs> it's like no happy medium. But, uh, I didn't so sing that... a song, which was Marianne. I didn't sing it. They don't sing it in Hamburg. But they sang it the following night in Frankfurt. So next time I go, I'm going to have to go in Frankfurt. But it was good. We got in the bar. We sat there getting trashed. But I found an easier way. It sounds weird. Because my knees were a bit knackered. Walking upstairs is hard work. So I have to kind of jog up them, which makes it easier. Yeah. So I just jogged up the stairs. And from the pool up to where we had to go to the Reaper Barn, we shit loads of stairs. And I just had to jog up them. And Andy was like, I can't see how that works. You can't walk up them, but you can jog up them. <laughs> You're a bit but, like a big Labrador, aren't you, John? Yeah. Like they can't go up and down <laughs> stairs, can they? Without sort of bolting. Yeah, it's just... It's only, <laughs> I think the slower I go the more pressure it puts on the knees. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they say that walking is, uses more muscles than running. Yeah. So, you know. So, so in, in theory then, John, so you spent Tuesday in the hard rock and Monday with a hard cock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then, you know, on Wednesday, you were watching Barcelona. Like, like a hard cock as well. So you were in Hard Rock on the Tuesday and then uh, a bad place on Wednesday after we went out to bad Barcelona. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of expected when it, when you think about it. But what was funny, Andy was just saying, whoever was going to get stopped by customs, it was going to be me. Yeah. So on the way through at Heathrow, Andy's gone through, I'm dragged over. I said, what's the matter? He went, just a random bomb search. <laughs> random bomb search? Yeah, bomb search. It's, it's yeah. like the Depeche Mode yeah, over again, Depeche isn't it? Depeche Mode search. <laughs> <laughs> you're smuggling you're smuggling personal Jesus in. <laughs> then on the way oh back God. Uh, through Hamburg Airport it was um, yeah, my coat that was done and my bag and it was like I said what's wrong you know I think because I'd left sort of shampoo in the case but also my medication and stuff like that not that so you just I, look really dodgy yeah yeah Inside, <laughs> 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 Is this your reactor like sunglasses, John? Well, it was that as well. <laughs> you look like you're the only one walking off the plane with uh, sunglasses in the middle of Heathrow. I think on the other side of the barrier you go for it, just flashed up, knocked back by the lesbian barber. <laughs> 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 oh, now, uh, let's uh, talk about your weekend, Stuart, because you uh, spent it on a Jolly Boys outing. I did, in, yes. Um, South End, and we got various texts. One that said you'd you'd broken a personal record. What was that? I managed to consume ten pints of Stella, and I hadn't had a piss. To so, which I said, once you broke the seal, you wouldn't yeah. be able to stop it with a jubilee clip. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. I, I did really well. The pub was so packed. You couldn't, it, I mean, me, me mate went out for a cigarette and it took him 20 minutes just to go out the door of a pub that's no bigger than the lamb. Yeah. And it, 
we basically got there about midday because we wanted to watch the Arsenal game and we'd asked the woman in our hotel, where's, where's the best place to go? Watch the football, but be near the stadium because you haven't got long after the Arsenal game. Yeah, go to the Blue Boar. It's, oh, yeah, it's brilliant, blah, blah, blah. So we walk in there, a couple of dozen people in there, chummy, plotted up in front of the telly. Right, go and have a quick burn. Gone outside, thought, there's a lot of old Bill. There's a heck of a lot of old Bill outside, more than I've ever seen at Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. But anyway, a couple of minutes later, there's about six, seven hundred Gillingham fans come walking up the hill. They've all come piling into this pub, and we're sandwiched in there with ev- the, the whole lot of them. So and it's a designated away pub. Yeah, yeah. They took an absolute fortune. They were swinging off the pole lights. Everyone was getting sprayed with beer. And, and me and my mate Adam, who came along to the Bournemouth game when we yeah. had the chicken thing. It's me and him, the only two Arsenal fans in there. And, um, yeah, we're jumping about like spastic celebrating when Arsenal's scoring. Yeah. And they're all going, chucking beer over us. And <laughs> it was great. It was great. I yeah, can so imagine those I, get quite tasty, though, Southend Gillingham. Because anything down in that kind of uh, corner of Essex, Kent, yeah, I did point out when I was very drunk in the early hours of Sunday morning to yeah. to three people. I said, you see that over there? And you just see the lights, can't you? North, is it North? I don't know, Gravesend? I don't know what it is. But the other side of the water, in it? I said, yeah. you see that there? That's the capital of the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to Gravesend, Stuart? I have, yeah, yeah. Well- you can't really class it as that, can you? No, no, no. But I was talking about Ken John. <laughs> in general. Because the the funniest bit was we was changing it. It's like all these Gillingham lot come bowling in. South End's a shithole. I want to go home. And I, I turned around at me mate and I said, I'm sure that people that have come up from Gillingham cannot be singing that. <laughs> they cannot be singing. It might be more like... Oh, I found a nice property. I think I'm going to stay here and stuff like that. It was, yeah. But I'll tell you what, proper old school, what football used to be like kind of day. You know, yeah. it was really... The money got involved. Yeah, tw- I think I think we paid 20 quid for a ticket. They took nearly 2,000 fans away. Yeah. You know, to, to South End in League One, uh, it was, yeah, it was, what was really. The score then? Really... Who, who won that game? It was 1 all. Right. It was 1 all. Gillingham battered them, absolutely battered them. They, cons- they, they give the first goal away. Bloke decides to clear a ball, I'll pass it across my own penalty area, to which one of the South End players picked it up and slotted it home. And, and, but yeah, and Gillingham's goal, fair, yeah, it was all right. Oh, they they bossed it. They bossed it and um, didn't do it. But even their manager came out afterwards the next year, didn't it, just in Edinburgh. And he turned around. He said, for us lot today, it was like a home game. So, yeah, I was quite proud to be part of that with them. And, yeah, it was a good day out. I think our lot in Block 5 should find a random away day one weekend and, well, and go and have a bit of fun. It's funny you should say that because my, my, my hometown, Northampton Town, um, are doing fantastically in League Two. Yeah. Uh, even Shaquille O'Neal thinks we're going to win League Two. I, I think we're like fourteen points clear or something. Really yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. And um, I'm just looking at the difference between the potential of getting a ticket to that and the potential of getting a ticket to Arsenal. It's like, um, unfortunately, the the uh, 
the Mark Bowden stand is now sold out. I don't know whether that's his name. I'll probably get chastised by Northampton Town fans. But um, this stand is now sold out. You'll have to sit in the south stand if you want to come to Mansfield. So it's getting popular, but you can still walk in there on match day and pay 20 quid and and Um, potentially watch a team get promoted or um, win win League Two. So... Yeah, I, 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 had a, I had a real good buzz. It was, it was so much fun, you know. Like they, they got their new young crew of hooligans that were there, you yeah. know, four four pints of Fosters, all got the hoods up and marching around the town centre trying to find someone for a punch up and all that. Like yeah. it was just, it was just great. It really, it took me back to years yesteryear, and yeah, I. I that and the That's fact got that a bit of a pain in the arse to get to, and you've got to go kind of in over the bridge and back out again, didn't you? Yeah, well, I drove up, I took the minibus, we were staying, so we checked into the hotel about yeah. 11, and um, yeah, apart from getting thrown out of the casino, it was good. And it was you've got bad. Yeah, I don't think that James, I've never seen a, a, a James Bond movie where there's. This um, turn up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when he's playing Baccarat or whatever with um Yeah, no, I I, I, didn't, I, I, I think the end or the, I was playing roulette and it didn't spin in my way. So right. I just as you do, I just went, Oh you can't. Yeah. I don't like that. No, especially when it's a woman croupier. Right. So next thing I've got this bloke standing in front of me with a bouncer and he's gone, I want you to leave. And I've just turned around and I said, well, if you say please, I will. And um, he said, you what? I said, well, if you say please, I'll leave. So he sort of looked again and he went, "Um, please, would you leave? I went, that's all you had to say. And the bouncer walked me up, I cashed all my chips in and fucked off. <laughs> I mean, they did a good. They probably did a good job of uh, avoiding a situation there. Didn't but they? it did. It did get a little bit funnier because I didn't see any of Southend other than the stadium walking up through the high street. Yeah. So after leaving there, it was still early-ish, half one, one. I don't know. And um, we thought, what? Well, we're going to find a pub that's open. And first pub we came to, there was a band playing who were pretty good. I couldn't tell you who they were, but. I was drinking large brandy and cokes and dropping them into a pint of Guinness, oh, and right. um, and my mate said I tried to catch you, but trying to catch you, you fat Kent, he said was never going to happen. And I've I was jumping about dancing or doing something, and I've gone crashing through a table. Three women sitting there, absolutely soaked in drink. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of table? Just, just a table. table was it like a U-beam, yeah, like a U-beam frame style table? Where, no, like just, one of those just white a, plastic. No, 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 a normal pub table. But I've, <laughs> I've landed on it, and oh yeah, I've got group bruises on my arms, elbows, everywhere. But anyway, so that's all happened, and of course they're they're going mad. So I've apparent, and I don't remember this, but apparently I've stood up. And this bird's got up and she's absolutely soaked, like midriff down. She's absolutely soaked. I said, don't worry, darling. When most women see me, they get damp. Oh. And, yeah, and my mate turned me and said, how you never got walloped. I will <laughs> never know. Oh, so I'll, 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 bluff, I'll bluff me way through another weekend. Do you want to know why, Stuart? Go on. 
They're from South End. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> it was a compliment. Oh, <laughs> I have to what say, though, though, was uh, you in, Stu, the Curzel or Westcliff? Uh, I went in, it's the Grosvenor. I was... Oh, nearest to town. Oh, God. First you're saying, like, what, have you ever been to Gravesend? Now it's like a fucking trip advisor on the Yeah, no, we was at, yeah, at the bottom of the high street. There's a yeah. hotel and the casino yeah. next to it by a car park. Excellent. Yeah. Right, yeah. so let's go back to the new camp, just football. briefly, to talk about football. Yes, because uh, that's what the podcast's about. You've got to end now, end of. So you are. You've got to ask to now, end of. <laughs> Um, did we though? I mean, no, we been... didn't. We didn't. Did we? Decent goal scorer. Yes, I mean, it's That's difficult to it's difficult to know whether we could have won that or not because did Welbeck start? Welbeck started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And mm. it was. I mean, he had a chance within seconds of the start. Yeah, and he kind of hit the ball against his own leg, uh, which um, you know it's not great. I mean, we had a penalty shout, Mascherano. Inadvertently, but I mean, Iwobi went down and we could have got a penalty. The Alexis chance, you know, at any other time of his career, that would have gone in. Yeah. Other than what he's going through now. Um, So we could have been potentially ahead, but then by half time. But of course, if we had scored a goal, it just just awakens the beast and you don't really know what that beast. I'm not sure, actually. If we had taken Um, a cut of our early chances, and it would have been, what, then 3-2? Yeah. 2-all? 2-all on aggregate. The thing is, we... Shit themselves. We we are vulnerable when we're on top. Uh, Across the two legs, when we were... uh, Felt that we were on top of the game, we conceded goals, and that's pretty much what happened in that game as well. So, you know, you, you, you you have to... Twist, you know, we knew we had to push them hard in the first half, and we did do that and did it really effectively. But when I think think a little bit of quality was needed with Neymar's finish, you know, we all knew we were going out, didn't we? And and we just hoped we'd respond and and at least at least have a bit of pride in in the the badge. And I thought we did that. I thought we did that. Yeah. So you what though? If you look at the chances over both legs. I reckon we had more more attempts than they did. Oh yeah, we had had a decent. Not I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan of Danny Welbeck, and I've always been a big fan of the HFB. But someone more clinical. Bear in mind, Welbeck's not long come back off injury, but someone who's really yeah. clinical, almost like yeah. a Lukaku or someone like that in that mould. We could have quite easily got a draw, if not one at our place, and with the chances we had. Beat him in the new camp. Yeah, I mean, we I, I, as I said, I don't think we ever really stirred them into a competition, and you, you know, you've got to take your chances in the Champions League. That's absolutely yeah. given. Um, Cracking and, goal for <coughs> Nenny, though, wasn't it? It was a lovely goal yeah. and an, an assist from Alexis from the right. Um, and obviously, he got another one of those on Saturday. An assist, yeah. yeah, yeah, coming in from the right. So, I mean, there was. Some green shoots there on on Wednesday of a team which we effectively were forced to play, um, but El Neni did fantastic. When Coquelin came on, they played well together. 
um, in the second I half. We look like we could have got. Yeah. I mean, the one that falls to Danny Welbeck in the second half and he's through. Um, you know, if he puts that either side of the keeper, yeah, it would have been two one, and potentially, you know, that's the jitters starting to go. Hannibal Lecter's goal was a nice one, though. Yeah, I mean, well, what can you it's say, so really? Yeah. Um, it was it, a good goal. It, it looked like a fluke, oh, didn't it? Um, it looked like it a fluke. Uh, I immediately said it was a fluke, but I don't think it really was. Cause oh, it's, about, nah. it's a bit like playing cricket, isn't it? You line your foot up, and if it hits your leg on the way, yeah. I don't know. It, I still think it might have been a fluke. It's a bit like cricket. Well, you know, as long as you get behind You've the ball. You've got a fucking bat in cricket. Well, when you hit, when you hit through the light, it's because Nick, Nick Williams is out with his missus on her birthday. I'm having to hold his crap analogy you know out. It's a bit like cricket, <laughs> but you don't have a bat. <laughs> what and I mean no is, a ball at you. he's struck through the ball. It hasn't hit the right part of his foot. You're not, you're not wearing, like, thigh-high... Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what though, you know the um, back heel pass by Neymar, when he done that back heel pass, I kind of thought, he's a bit of a wanker, <laughs> he could have just used his left leg, he thought no, I'll just do a back heel pass from my right leg and look like a right cocky arsehole, you know what I mean, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's almost like that thing where you think, if you could put your fish through the TV and grab him round the throat, you want to. Well, yeah. I think he oh, creates yeah. a bit of that. He likes a bit of that edge, doesn't yeah. he? Because he's quite tasty when it comes to uh, getting involved in altercations, sticking his hand around people's throats, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, I think at least we gave a decent account of ourselves. We weren't beaten by any unfairness, particularly. We didn't, yeah. um, you know. No, I, I think after what had gone on before it, to you know, in, in what, most of us probably thought was going to be a, just a nothing, awful, you know, batting down the hatches, hide behind the set E game. We, you know, it, for for a few times in that game, you actually thought, no, we're making Barcelona look a little bit average here. So it was something to take from it, wasn't there? There are some positive yeah. draw from that. I mean, I think the old Nenny Cochrane partnership goes well. Iwobi looked good. Welbeck looked good. So, you know, it's definitely positive to take from that match. And well, it carried it, on, didn't it, sadly? Yeah. So they put what, score all those... Like, what, 5-1 overall. It, it wasn't a 5-1 hammering. No, know? not no. at all. I mean, no. they scored at opportune moments, really. They hit us on the break. If we had taken our chances, it might have created more of a game. They might have... Yeah. Uh, and they're probably going to win it, aren't they? It's going to be either them or Bayern will win it. So, you know, it's it's not like you've played one of the shittier sides in the competition. You have Bayern were going out. Absolutely convinced Bayern were going out. Couldn't believe they won that. Yeah, and beaten by a player that they've sent out on loan to, yeah. uh, to Juventus were beaten by uh, Kingsley Coman or whatever his name is, sent out on loan, nineteen years old, and. Uh, if the, if anyone's got any moaning to do after all that, it's got to be Juventus fans because yeah. fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> but in, on a positive note, I think I'm not sure about this, but they did say something about Lazio because Lazio went out as well of the yeah. So we four four places four places because there was a chance that we might lose a Champions League place to 
I'd rather we did though, Matt. I, I said before the after we lost to Unterbar, so we're miles away from it. Why not not be in it for a little while? Yeah, I mean, I think whatever. Uh, at some point, we were, would have had to have played Bayern, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid. So yeah. you know, who did Barca get? Um, did they get? They got PSG. No, that's Man City. Wolfsburg, did they get? Or I can't remember. A bit shit, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. um... Nicholas Bentner. (laughs) (laughs) They've done all right, haven't they? Um, I can't. I can't remember. I know Man City got PSG. Real Madrid got. They all got separated, didn't they? So Real, Real, Barca, um, Bayern. And PSG, Man City are all in different all right. games. Well, they're not all, are they? Because Man City got no, I mean, PSG. Yeah, Man City or PSG. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's worked, anyway, it's forget out it. Nicely for the organisers. Um, and so we've we had a game on Saturday against Everton, which looked like a potential banana skin waiting to happen. Uh, and it didn't really turn out like that. So after it, the first fifteen minutes, I thought we was going to absolutely tank them to the cleaners. Yeah, I thought it wasn't even going to be four nil. I thought it was going to be about six or seven nil. And then suddenly, we decided to stop bother trying to score. So it was, well, you know, I, I mean, I, t- I said uh, after the after a few chances after the first one again, and I usually say this: we need another one before half time because we were so much on top. And we know our uh, our frailties when it comes to letting leads slip. So, um, but Just it, didn't, nice. it, didn't, it didn't really happen that way, did it? Because we were pretty solid in the second half, albeit not as adventurous, and we sort of bedded yeah. in a bit. And players, I mean, the players that impressed. What, what do you reckon? Who who was the most? Oh, I, I, I mean, Iwobi. Iwobi, without a doubt. I mean that he, the boy. He's been good in the FA Cup, and you know how good was he at the new camp? And you think, yeah, <laughs> the boy's got to be playing, didn't he? And he did. He he was he was superb. But Cockerland and El Nenny together, superb pairing. Absolutely yeah. worked worked their socks off. Well, of on course, Saturday. I mean, Cockerland always works his socks off, but. Elneny, so as the me, other one there, yeah, I think he covered the most mileage, didn't he, on Saturday? Well, he, he ran every player. Uh, there was a stat that said he ran two kilometres more than any other player in the Barca game as well. Yeah, and right. I mean, even right at the end, he's chasing things, and um, he really put in a shift. I mean, yeah, the engine on him is incredible for starters. Uh, and that, that says and to he, me... To that me, it's, says not, to me, it's not just the engine, but it's the way he makes decisions about when he should go forward, when he should stay back, the way he covers Coquelin, the way he made... you Just a simple... What you would expect a professional footballer to do. You've got a job, sit there and do it. And, and But he pressed high as well at yeah, times, Matt, which, yeah. you know what I mean, not, not, not to the detriment of the team, but he pressed higher up the field. Yeah. But within... Within the blink of an eye, he's back there again. You know, he just constantly between between you know protecting and also pressuring, and you just think, what a great what a great player. 
all, you know, all horrible stuff that he does and, and not so much of the, the pretty stuff, but really, really rated him. And I think with, with those two together in there, you can forget putting a Ramsey back there again or, or no, you no, know. No, the can't, those, can't those, go back there, can he? No, those, but, I mean, in a sense, two. was he... Would if Ramsey had not got injured, would El Nani have played in that game or the no, Barca game? No, no, no. So no. It's, it's essentially but Ramsey, it's a bit of serendipity Ramsey, again. Yeah, but Ramsey was ticking all the boxes that were wrong, weren't they? The lazy, yeah. the the not. I'm not saying Aaron Ramsey's lazy, but the the lackadaisical attitude to 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 playing in a game of football where you want to see effort and to watch those two in there. It was it was good, and you know that's all it is. Sometimes in matches, you haven't got to be the Ireland Globetrotters. No, you just you. Just, I mean, we were just sharp everywhere, weren't we? And off the back of the Barcelona game, I was surprised how sharp it was with pretty much the same side, wasn't it? The thing I liked about Awobi, apart from you know, he seemed to make really good decisions about where he should run. He didn't seem lost in front of goal. You know, he he was running into the right sort of spaces and he had incredible strength. I think he showed that a lot. He's a big lad, isn't he? Yeah, I thought... And he, he, uh, to me, it just give, gave us so much more balance where before we've always had Theo or um, uh, even Joel Campbell to a certain extent. There's there's that lack of strength in in the play. Well, he showed um, a lot of strength for his goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah fantastic. Mean, helping out the I defenders th- and then getting think, forward and breaking he, his neck. I think when he played in the FA Cup in the uh, you know the earlier rounds of that, and he was playing where Ozil would play, and he was driving the team forward, wasn't he? Even in those, I know we were playing Burnley's and and whatnot, but you know, he's a young lad who's who's getting his chance in the first team. But he didn't look like a young lad. He, he looked like he got the confidence, he got the vision, you know. And he did exactly the same again at Everton. I, I, yeah, fair back to the boy. We're all going to blow him out of proportion. And Possibly. is he J, is he JJ Acocha's nephew or he something? He is. Yeah, he is. Um, and I mean, it, uh, to me, it was it's more than just your strength or your desire or your. Wish it's your control and your balance that you bring to the game, and he seemed to not give the ball away too unnecessarily. And you know that's something we've just been used to seeing, like literally head down type wingers, yeah, running at the touchline, that uh, kicking the ball in weakly, you know, getting stripped of the ball in the wrong I felt, part of I town. Felt the end. Um, um, his passing choices were a bit questionable. Overall, great game. After about 65, 70 minutes, you kind of think that yeah, he should have passed there. Or you should yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, I think he got tired. He was going to come into it, and I think he was just knackered. But yeah. For me, I'm a, last cut of work, I'm a massive fan of Danny Welbeck. I think he's everything that we've needed in the forward. He's as big and strong as the HFB, he's got the pace. Of Walcott, and he's got bullet hard nipples as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got quite a muscular chest, and you could serve cards on his flat top. Yeah, Um. (laughs) but he's also his choice of where he wants to put the ball when he's shooting. There's no question about it; he just does it. You know, when Walcott's got to think about it, he's totally fucked. He's never going anywhere. 
the HFB tries things that are a bit too fancy rather than just sticking his foot through it. But Welbeck, when we got him from United, I thought this is a really good buy for us. He's a proper out-and-out striker, which I've said that Walcott isn't in the box. He knows what he's doing as a forward. Um, shame he got injured. But I think if he stays injury-free, rest rest of this season and next season, I think he'll be superb. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think that Arsene's got uh, any right to play any other team now in, no. the, in the game. I mean, that that is almost... Possibly with Santi coming back. Yeah, so I mean, you, Santee. You, maybe give Sanchez a rest because he I doesn't think, look. I don't know what right, he, you're ruining yeah, my. You're ruining my, my. You're ruining my uh, point by saying all these other. Well, the only thing I would think is Murtasaka whether uh, Gabriel's still a little bit ropey. And whether we they did well. The pair of them then did well. I mean, what did, did Lukaku do? What did Lukaku no, do? No, he didn't. On he didn't do much. But there, right. was, I know, there was a I know few. John, I know John wants to see him in the Arsenal, and and we probably all would take Lukaku yeah. for for his goals. But we we kept that boy quiet. We yeah. really did keep him quiet. Apart from kicking a spinner, he did fine. Yeah, yeah. Apart from <laughs> trying to murder him, but yeah, no, I. Listen, those those two did well, and yeah, you're right. It, they're not, there might be the odd option to stick Mertesacker in there, but yeah, don't change your winning. I thought Bellerin was superb again. Yeah, Saturday. You know, it's that. Well, it was his ball, wasn't it, for a while? Yeah, and yeah. but but getting forward or he would be out wide, and he was always there as an option. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, I wonder um, whether we need a new, a younger centre back soon. You know, like a Chambers or something, because I'm not sure how long Murtasak is going to go on for. And I wonder whether um, if we get sort of like a kind of an experienced but younger kind of centre back. Mm. Who's the one Chambers. we loaned out? Who's is it? Hayden? Is it Isaac, Isaac Hayden? Well, he's been playing in that's in midfield, doesn't he, for Hull? Um, so I don't think he's oh, a centre-back no. in the making, right. really. Okay. Um, right. Bob brilliant, but he's not sort of like setting anything on fire. But he's probably the best left-back in the Premier League, I reckon, at the moment. He was good Saturday, wasn't he? He was good yeah. Saturday. Well, they all were, really, weren't they? You couldn't really... You couldn't You couldn't pull anyone apart on Saturday. I don't no, know. No, no. got a great team there. Like I say, there's a couple to come back, like Czech. I mean, uh, yeah, I've been... Uh... I mean, he does like to... I mean, what I always say is it doesn't matter how injured you are as a goalkeeper, you don't show it. And it did look quite bad. You don't give <laughs> anyone any opportunity to think, right, I'm going to have a shot at you, even if you you are in pain. And it just always seems to go down. I mean, he, uh, they, they sort of you know, look at the shot of him in close-up after it happened, and you expected there might be sort of a a river of blood or something coming out of his <laughs> mouth. But um But it was no, a bad challenge. It was a bad I mean yeah, it was a it was a brave bit of goalkeeping, I guess, rather than a bad challenge. Um oh, it was filmed though all afternoon, Everton. Yeah, and we should have had a penalty. I mean Alexis Referees uh, Alexis just went went over but he tried to stay on his feet and delayed the falling out of I think genuine effort to carry on trying to get the ball, and I think he was penalised for that. I mean, if you think if he'd gone straight down, um, that kind of honesty is not rewarded really in the Premier League. I don't know whether John Stones deliberately landed on um, 
Ozil's own call, but we don't know what is is there anything out of that come yet? Yeah, he probably won't play against England. <laughs> oh uh, well, never mind. <laughs> one of it, one of his bulging eyes popped out. Anything to declare, sir? Who was that one we was moaning about on WhatsApp, Matt? The young kid they got. It was failing everyone. Who was what? Failing everyone. Fouling. The young, the young kid. kid. Yeah, we was talking about it on WhatsApp. The other one just couldn't help but stick the boot in. Oh, I can't remember now. Is he the one that tried to shove? Um, who was it? Well, back into the side in the bloody the holdings. I know what you're saying. Uh, just uh, refer. Let's just quickly. Oh God, I've got to go past all of Stewart's trip to. Um... Uh... <laughs> then Stewart's <laughs> re- like renal in- failure. I like to involve you. Uh, yeah, shocking display by the ref. Substitution madness. Get a spinner off. Uh, we were calling Clattenburg. Various names. Cuntenberg. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can't find it. It doesn't matter. Um, it, uh, yeah, you could have uh, picked many of their players who were... Your, your comment was, book that Paddy Cunt. Oh, right. Okay, so it's Seamus <laughs> Coleman, wasn't it? And he, he was getting into sort of a really... He was getting into a lot of bother with um, Bellerin, wasn't he? He was... Anyone he could, I reckon. They're the both right-backs, aren't they? No, yeah, it can't have been that then, can it? Um, he was just getting into bother with everybody. Who was going down our right? I don't know. It was someone... He was provoking someone. Yeah. Um... Probably maybe, more maybe Mayel, it was wasn't it? El Nenny, maybe. But, yeah, so... Um, it was just nice to see Arsenal win, wasn't it? it on was, the next yeah. day. It was. It was nice. <laughs> just it was. just I mean, relieved. The, the, one, the one thing I'd say about Welbeck, and I agree with you, John, I think he's done fantastic. And he looks... Sometimes he looks like he is on the fringes of being a genius. So, but he he tends to follow one thing up with something not so good. Like, so he'll beat a player in an amazing way and then completely fluff the shot, that sort of thing. So, even his goal on Saturday, it, it was beautiful that the way he took it round the keeper and slotted it in. But you just want him to put his foot through it because as soon as you take that first touch away from the keeper, there's always a chance that you you're not going to score. And he's he's done that a few times over the last game. That's it. Just, just to, just to. Um, yeah, but if he put his foot through it and skied it over the bar, you'd think he's a wanker. Yes, and he did do that <laughs> against um, in the FA Cup, I guess. That he took I don't think you can do that though, can you? You can't what? You can't score it over the bar. <laughs> if you scored it over the bar, it'd you know, be what I mean? Gaelic football. It's not rugby. We're back to Seamus <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that. Um, I just he sometimes he takes that touch to try and beat a man or do something clever and yeah. I mean like again on Saturday that he had a chance uh, he's taken an extra touch and it's gone away from him sort of thing you know it's a very minor criticism but sometimes I think he takes on too much but, when he's just got to rely on on hitting the target, really. The thing is, with both feet. Exactly, we said like we got that team that we're all kind of happy and settled with. Yeah. And I think it's a good team to play. You know, Ramsey will be back. Bang, he'll be straight in. You I know? don't think. I don't think he will. I think he's out for another four hope, or five weeks anyway. Or is he? 
Yeah. That'll so, be the season, then, so that'd be good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, God forbid we don't get loads of injuries during the international stuff, although yeah. I don't suppose that many of our lot are going away now, are they? But, um, well, he's, but he don't matter. Yeah, well, we'll cunt, he, he don't count. Um, so, yeah, no, I, yeah, I would, I would stick with that method and, and just that belief, that, that, that busyness, that, that work ethic, that, you know, was it Cockerlane at the end of the game? Was it people tweeting about he'd run over when he threw his shirt into the crowd? Yeah. And, and it's not over yet. And you want that. You want that. You want that from the players. And like I say, I definitely wouldn't split those two up. For me, they, unless they're injured, those two play together where they do. And, and you go around it and Awobi's got to play. Welbeck's got to play, and the ones that aren't doing it, they can sit there as Jew as far as I'm concerned. But look at how long we've been asking for El Nenny to get a go when we've seen him in the cart. Yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. thinking, play him, play him. He's looking really good. And Wenger was just playing Ramsey or fucking Chamberlain. And you think, just play. and as soon as he comes on, like, you know, against a Barcelona, against Evan, you think, this is what the geezer can do. Yeah. This is why the bloke should be in, he should oh, be I think, first I think, games on a sheet. I think he is one of. Um, he, he is probably, hopefully, will leave Wenger, but that could be the, the 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 great little thing he's left us, you know, because he he is a, looks a really good player, and yeah, I'm I'm yeah really chuffed for the boy, yeah. really chuffed, and and just just nice to see that, just nice to see someone out there, like you say, covering all that mileage, doing what he was doing, and some of the stuff he did on Saturday was. You know, it was it was fantastic. They'll see, and when you've watched Aaron Ramsey plodding around, giving yeah, the getting, ball away, and well, stuff sort of like that, spinning around in a circle and then giving oh, it to someone else. It was just it was uh, just really nice, wasn't it? Really nice. Yeah. There were a few. I mean, obviously, I was watching it with all these Gillingham lot, and um, but a few of them were, were turning around, going, "How sharp we look, and how busy we looked, and." You know, they say, bloody hell, where, you know, where's this come from? And you think, off the back of Barcelona, it stunned me. So maybe there is a bit of reaction and maybe those players, you know, they're the ones we need to be playing now. Maybe it's going just, out. I mean, it's like one week link can really dislodge your yeah. whole team. And having Theo or... Uh, Ramsey. Ch- Ramsey or Chamberlain really was the weak, you know, creating a weak link in the side when yeah. everybody gets the ball so much. And, I mean, in the build-up for the first goal, I think almost everybody touched the ball. Um, it only took Walcott to be in Sanchez's position to run it out of play or kick that, it against And I was going to say, know, Matt, I was um, going to say, even, even Sanchez on Saturday, albeit, yeah, he didn't score, but his actual link-up play... He was, was dropping. Was he was tremendous. dropping. I mean, I think, you know, he's really understood that he's not on form and he's trying to adapt yeah. it on the fly, if you just like. Contribute to just contribute to the team. Yeah, just yeah. being a, a, a straight-up mid, right-sided midfielder as he was on on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so um, we've uh, only got to play once a week now, so that should... Uh, Apart from Thursday, the 21st of April. Thursday? Yeah. Isn't that when we've got to play West Brom at home? Is it? Oh, I hate I Thursdays. So. Yeah, it's Spurs Days, isn't it? Spurs Days. Yeah. What I was going to say was, as we uh, think, I wonder if the going out of the cup has basically just given the team 
a bit more focus. Well, the pressure has re- been removed on us winning the league, hasn't it? And as I said before, but they we might always play better when we know they we're can... out of it. So there could be a bit of that, but I think it was the changes in personnel, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would just balance the team better. Iwobi didn't give the ball away stupidly. Elneny mops things up. He drives forward when he wants to. He doesn't do it irresponsibly. You know, he gets back. Um, Yeah. Just all of that. Brilliant and all. Yeah. Well, he's got the opportunity to by the the, the more balanced side, isn't he? We're not we're not talking about Ozil and Sanchez, are we? We're talking about El Nene, Iwobi, Cockerlan. So <laughs> when you think that your season's been built around the fact that Ozil's done what he's done all season and stuff like that, it was just nice to see other players come to the fore and you know yeah. almost almost let those players then relax a bit and oh, yeah, and exactly. just play what they can do. You know, and the same- having El Nene and Cockerlan at the back. Uh, of the midfield has given Iwobi, Ozil and Sanchez the freedom. Yeah, absolutely, go. absolutely. But it's not just that, is it? It's the fact that, you know, when you're on top of a game, like we were on Saturday, those players can get forward, but you've got to do it responsibly. You've got to do it one yeah. or the other. You can't both yeah. be charging forward, leaving big gaps. And if someone is, if a fullback is form at foot is bombing forward, you've got to be prepared to run into the space behind them and defend. I was going to say, Cockerlan probably didn't get the the mileage, but how many times did he nick a ball or intercept a pass? You know that that you know if Aaron Ramsey was sort of not quite as quick to it, that ball goes to feet to to Lukaku. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and, and it was just. Stuff like that, that over a 90-minute game of football, you, you don't actually celebrate that. But had it, had it not been for Cockerland there, you know, one or two of those, if it goes to Lukaku's feet or to a link-up player and then it's a through ball to him, you, you might, they might score. And, and all of a sudden, it's like, shit, it's one all and here we go. And, and then we go and lose the game. So Cockerland, for me, not, not as busy as El Nenny, but... Another unsung Just one, as I think. Effective, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought brilliant, and yeah, we can't split that pair up. All we need now is Ranieri, and we'll win the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pizza, pizza after the game for the back four. Yeah, not being funny. If someone said to me, "Keep a clean sheet and have a shit out of pizza." Every one of us would work our bollocks off a of <laughs> you would. Oh, John, what about bacon? I did love that WhatsApp. That oh, what, Tracy. what Tracy put on there? Yeah, that's superb. <laughs> the little child in the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> bacon. <laughs> bacon. Bacon. <laughs> that's fantastic. Mm. So, um, right, questions of the week. So, uh, at one point during the second half, Alexis went for a tumble over the boards and ended up sitting in the... Uh, Everton in amongst the Everton fans, he took a moment to sit down with them. Um, what is the biggest shithole you've sat in, Stuart? Oh, I mean, it might have oh, been this weekend. Oh, yeah, I was going to say roots. Oh, ain't exactly chummy. Um, I, I, uh, oh, come back to me. Come John, back to give us. Give us a minute, John. What is the biggest? Are we talking about grounds or just generally? No, just generally. So, so I'll tell you mine, and then you can... Oh, yeah, yeah so, you go, Matt. So, um, Emma, who sits right at the front of Block 5, and a uh, work colleague, she moved to Woolwich, 
and I went to visit her um, on that uh, catamaran thing down the river after work, and we went into a pub in Woolwich. And oh no! I was. It was one of those pubs where only the unemployed go. Um, and Emma seems to love this kind of venue. Uh, it's real, you know, nice and real. Um, and there was a pool table, and there was very few seats. And everyone was wearing jogging bottoms apart from me, who was I was dressed in a in a suit. Um, <laughs> and, and we ordered our drinks, and uh, so this is a pint. Yeah, I'll have a pint. And um, Emma, I'll have a brandy and coke. And the eyebrow by the from the barmaid raised at a brandy and coke. One because she had to open a big bottle of coke to give her a mixer, and to, it, you might as well have been asking for like a dog shit. Uh, uh, you might as well have been asking for like uh, sex on the beach or something to them. Fog, <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, oh, she wants a cocktail. Uh, <laughs> so this brandy and coke uh, arrived, and it was in a cracked glass. Um, we sat down, and everyone was looking at us. Uh, and then Emma went to the toilet, and she texted me from the toilet, Matt, you were going to laugh your head off when you go to the toilet. And when I got to the toilet, to the gents, it basically wasn't built. Uh, there was <laughs> worksman's tools in there. And, I, you know, I, I, it was so bad, this pub, that it was brilliant. And I have to say, it was the biggest shithole I've ever been in, but I did have a good time. And uh, so I, I can't even remember what the pub's called, but it's right in the middle of Woolwich. If you are an Arsenal fan and you live in Woolwich and you go to this pub, you'll know which one it is. Um, all right then, John, what do you reckon? What was the biggest shithole you've ever been in? Uh, ever sat down in, uh, specifically? When I moved to Dagnum uh, with uh, Mrs. Ruben number one, yeah. uh, we went for a while. I don't know the name in the boozer because it's not there anymore. It's now flat. But if you come out of Beckentree Station and turn right... You go across a little mini roundabout, and it was on the left-hand side. And uh, we walked to it from where we was living. Just thought we'd have a wander around and walked in this pub. Basically, first thing that hit you was the smell of weed. The second <laughs> thing that hit you was just, it was, everyone just looked at you and thought, who the fuck are these people? You know. So I we went to, got a drink, sat down next to, I don't know if they were homeless. I've got no idea what these people were. All the seats are torn and all that lot. So Mrs. has gone like, we'll go after this. I went, no, we won't. <laughs> not, not, no, not, I'm having a look at the drink. menu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, Pakistani <laughs> black. Uh, <laughs> White uh, widow. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did I have in Amsterdam? Uh, purple eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But I wasn't going to walk out of a boozer after one drink. So that's that's a rule you live by, is it, John? You can't, unless you're scared for your life, you don't just walk into a place that's a shithole, everyone looks at you, and you think, yeah, I've got to go now after one. Because they've won, basically. So I went, nah. So was it called the Pipers? Might have been the Pipers. Well, they know now. It's shut down, isn't it? Yeah, so we had another beer, then we left. You know, it was like you stuck to the carpet as you walked. 
you know, it was, I didn't even want to even attempt going to the toilet. You know, I thought I'd rather just have a piss up the wall outside, probably be cleaner. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that is, I mean, there's been various pubs I've been around in London <laughs> or Essex that have been absolute shitholes, but that is one, yeah. And other than that, Ebb's Fleet ain't a great place to be. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to slam what, Ebb's Fleet. The whole them. place or? Well, no, in, in terms of the stadium, it's a small stadium, a small non-league team stadium. So you can't really class as a shithole because it's got a far better bar than Emirates and far better food. We had this conversation a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, uh, but no, in terms of boozers, I think it was called the Pipers. Shithole. Are all, all the pubs you know called the Pipers, John? Oh, right, OK. So, um, Stuart, what do you reckon? Well, biggest shithole I've stayed in um, was the stag weekend I went on when we were playing whole city in the cup final. Oh, yeah. So go That on. was a proper scum hole. We've, we've turned up at about 8 o'clock Friday evening, walked in, checked the bags in, not that you really checked them in, gone upstairs and the bloke went, here's your key, but you don't really need it. And you just, like, shoulder the door open on your room. Right. Everything was fucked. Absolutely everything. All, like, doors ripped. The bed sheets, where you just tore them off. I slept on the floor. Uh, It was that bad. (laughs) But what was quite funny, there was a couple of posher people that were coming on this stag do, and I knew the moment they walked into this hotel, they're going to go, right, fuck that, we'll check ourselves into another one down the road. While we're standing there watching their faces, while I was checking, there was a a new boy being sort of introduced to behind the bar. So So rather than tell him what pints to pull and... This is how much this is. Yeah. His first instruction was, when it cuts up rough, what I tend to do is just pull these down. And it was the shutters across the front of the bar. <laughs> that was the only instruction he gave him. Yeah. But the but the best the best bit about it, and it wasn't one of our lot in our group, but we'd saw all the pictures in the morning. One of the ceilings collapsed in one of the rooms during the night. Fuck's sake. And they had six squirrels in their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> it was a And we've seen this video, and sure enough, this bloke's laying in bed, there's squirrels running all around. There was people being carted out with drugs, and oh, mate, it was a proper. And Where was that? It's it's the Mint Hotel. I'll underline that. The Mint. It's not Mint at all. <laughs> but it is in Bournemouth. And it is an absolute poo pit. An absolute scum hole. Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest shithole I've seen. Although, that said, pack- if you're like Chris Packham doing like um, like a, a, one of those sort of nature weeks, you could probably just... Wait yeah. for a ceiling to yeah. collapse there. Bill Bilodding sitting in your room. <laughs> when, I, when I went to Blackpool a few years back, my mates from work, uh, we got this hotel and it, we all come out or just all laughing about the rooms. I had a kettle and I think the lead was about six inches long and the only plug socket was behind the wardrobe. <laughs> so you had to move a wardrobe to have a cup of tea. One of my mates... He just got in his bed and the bed just collapsed. So it was like, it was horrendous. And I've come down in the morning. I was up until six in the morning with the night porter 
just drinking and whatever. I got absolutely hammered. And um, I come down about half eight, thought I have some Rice Krispies or whatever, poured the milk over it, my mate shouted, leave that, the milk's off. I have to say, I once uh, I, I organised a conference <coughs> in um, that hotel in Liverpool, the famous one, um, the Almal, the Almalfi Hotel, Amalfi, yeah. the one that was in that documentary about that mad woman who oh. ran it. You know, there was like a documentary series, and she was like a legend because she was such a horrible woman, and in running this hotel. But uh, over the course of the stay, so we had to run the gambit of basically a, a group of about 30 um, drug addicts sat, sitting outside the hotel as you went in. They didn't tell you that in the brochure. Um, one of them had a duvet around them, which is always a bit disconcerting <laughs> that they ain't going anywhere. And then um, when you got to, when I got to my room, uh, like yours, Stuart, the door had been basically kicked in. So... <laughs> There was no real need for any security. But I decided, oh, I'm desperate. I've been on a long journey. I need to, I really need to um, drop the kids off at the pool. So I, <laughs> I charged into the toilet in the bedroom, pulled down my uh, trousers, sat down on the toilet, started to um, uh, relieve myself, looked up. There was no curtains in the toilet. Like, there was a big picture window, and there was basically a bloke standing on some scaffolding outside my window, <laughs> stripping the window of paint. So, at that point, I was just like, I'm conceding the fact that, mate, you either have to look away, or yeah, I have to I ignore you, because... It's already happened. You look so. like Oz- you look like Ozil. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an experience. I remember there was a, there was like a sort of gala dinner at this conference, and they served the potatoes. And a woman on my table, like they were giving two potatoes to everybody, and the woman on the table said, oh, "I couldn't have another potato, could I? Because the meal wasn't very big." And they said, no, we're not allowed. <laughs> I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> no, there's loads of potatoes, but we're not allowed to give you more than two. Well, we had a company policy. <laughs> we had a national, uh, national sports day in Exeter. And yeah. we stayed at Exeter University. Is this uh, one of the civil service racket ones? Yeah. yeah. Inland Revenue it was. And, um, and they rationed the food. And then my mate Wayne's gone up before me, got his dinner, whatever, and said, uh, can I have a piece of cake and an apple? And the woman went, no, you can't. So what do you mean? He said, you can have a piece of cake or an apple. So he went, oh, right, oh, I'll have an apple then. Because he was an athlete, so he had the apple. <laughs> so, uh, so I said, I'll have a piece of cake. So um, he gave it to me, and I gave it to him. Let's try to take it back, so you can't do that. He's only lad. <laughs> <laughs> and I said... It's my <laughs> And it was almost a wrestling match. With a plate of what was the pudding? And I said, look, is it worth mine, this is mine and I'm, and, and I'm donating it. No, no, no. It just all went off. Everyone's just watching going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. It like, must have been like sport relief. <laughs> it was just shocking. It was so out of order, it really was. Yeah, there's idiots I'd run 27 marathons and John fighting for a piece of cake. <laughs> The cake wasn't for me, it was to be donated to my mate. To the athlete. Yeah, so, but I can um, imagine there was intense fighting, John. 
<laughs> okay, so um, I, I had a very angry Lee at my desk. He was trying to control his anger, but he couldn't help it uh, this afternoon. And he said, I think you should have a, um, a conversation about the AKBs and the um, AOBs. Do we know mm. what this means? Yeah, so arson knows best. So there's an arson knows arson, best brigade. An arson out. And an arson out brigade, is it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Lee should join the podcast if he wants that conversation. Unlucky Lee, fuck off. And basically, his well, his point was, who are these people? Um, does anybody really affiliate themselves with these things and is it just made up and uh, do we need to worry about it? I said probably not. So It's uh, made up, isn't it? It's made up. It's made up because every fan's felt like Arsene knows best at some points and then Arsene should be out at others. And I don't really think anyone is as cynical to have picked a position... No, I think uh, I think is it is it DT or whatever his name is the one with a tattoo that looks like he's got a spider's web of a cannon on his neck that he was the one that he he's the one who holds aloft the thanks for the memories arson and oh right okay and that one and um, but he he turned around he said look it's it's my opinion and I've enough enough's enough for me I don't want Arsene Wenger in charge of the football club anymore. But he said, if anyone wants to bring along a flag that says, you know, thanks Arsene, Arsene Wenger, Arsene is the best, I love you Arsene Wenger, stand alongside us and, and do it. There'll be no animosity, there's no fighting, there's no trouble. He said, all it is is my opinion. And, and there are a few others that share my opinion. So for all the ones that don't agree with me, don't, don't stand there and want to, a row with me about it. It's my opinion. Don't you know? Come along and bring your flag that says I love Arsene Wenger and and whatnot, and we'll stand together. And you hoist your flag up, and I'll hoist my flag up. And and I thought that was quite good in the fact that yeah, it's everyone's got an opinion, haven't they? Albeit yeah. it's it, and it is changing. It is there are a lot more now. Well, you've only got to watch Arsenal fan TV to see how many want to sort of go against Arsene Wenger, but I think it's more... I like the fact, was it Saturday, that there was the Stan Kroenke chanting at the end? Was it? Well, yeah, so uh, there was a chant... I, I, I think that's the uh, worst Get out bit. of our club. Uh, yeah. Fuck off Stan Kroenke, get out of our club. Yeah, um, and, and that, that, I think, as, as much as Arsene Wenger, his time is up, more because of his age, and I think football's passing him by at the moment, but... You know, you you don't want to see a man who's done us that well treated that bad, but it is higher up, isn't it? It is high, <laughs> yeah, but it it's higher up, John. That, my my main no. beef with my main beef with a football club is they're never going to get rid of Arsene Wenger when he when he does as well as he does for the board finances and everything else. But that's not yeah. what we want as supporters. You know, we don't want a war chest that we'll never use. It's an impossible situation because we don't want the club to ever fail. But no, it really, no. I mean, to failure in terms of our club is essentially not 
making the Champions League. And actually, it might be not making the last 16 in the Champions League, because we've, we've got no more evidence than we've been in the last 16 in the Champions League for the last six years, and that we've won a couple of FA Cups. I don't really think that um, the, go- the goal was the FA Cups, the task, no, the task no. in hand was, but sustainability and being in the Champions League and making it into the final uh, knockout stage could have been a goal and those goals have been fulfilled every year for six years yeah. and being in the Champions League again next year is probably a goal it's about so 20 if, years if, in a row isn't it and yeah next year uh, yeah and you know Arsene Wenger is the longest serving manager in the, the world, world now yeah, after that yeah. Irish bloke gave up yeah um, and for a businessman like Stan Kroenke, that is pretty good going. Because it's oh, a sustainable it's business. It's fantastic, but it's not good for the fan, is it? No, and, but it doesn't necessarily affect the support in the way that... I mean, I think Arsene was brave to to, to label the fans as sceptical and... But, you know, we can all recognise that we are, and that is what happens at the ground, that we get nervous. If there's any suggestion that that translates into the performance of the team, then he's probably right. So we probably do need to just uh, be a bit more vocal and support them a bit more on match well, I day. Think, I think I think that's... You're right. That 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 is, without doubt, that's the right thing to do. But I think your frustration takes over, doesn't it? Because because we all want the best for the football club. Yeah. I think there becomes a point where we and and we we've we've said about players that shouldn't be playing, and he's you know he's playing Aaron Ramsey, he's playing Theo Walcott, and he he doesn't seem to to change anything. So you almost go in there, and when you see that team lineup, you you're almost beaten then aren't you as, as a supporter because you think well why why can't you see what we can see and and it all gets it all gets downtrodden and it's all like oh my god the same old shit and 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 we are paying the most money as well which is where I think fans turn around when you don't see the investment yeah. in the team in the team that that you put your investment in and, but, I mean, maybe you know, that West investment Ham, West has Ham. been. Maybe that investment has been there in terms of in improving the deals for Theo Walcott and oh, great. getting uh, Nacho Monreal to re-sign. And ha- those sorts of things are costing more money than we expect as fans that they should cost. Walcott's just a prick. When Cronky yeah. um, first came in, there was a speech... Uh, by him, which is one of the only speeches he's ever made, talking about the sustainability of and the risk-taking of the club. So actually to buy a big player and spend a lot of money is an incredible risk that the club takes because of the sustainable model and because of the fact that we don't have kind of the oil money to burn. Um, but... Matt, I don't, I, don't, I don't sign up to go and watch Arsenal and expect us to sign... You know, Messy. three, four big players. You know, and go and spend hundred, hundred and fifty million pound on players. I don't, I don't do that. But when, when we spoke, albeit briefly, before the, after the Barcelona game, sorry, and and I just said, we, 
you're sold as a fan when, when you're signing up the season ticket and you know we, we sat we stood by the, the the side on the on the strength of look we've got to pay for this lot and it's going to be a while when we did that the moment they come out and start saying that like that's sort of done yeah. We're, st- we're still paying for the season tickets. Big money. Massive money. Bearing in mind you can get a season ticket for West Ham next season, £289. Mm. Right? Premier League, you know, new stadium. I'm not saying it's going to be any good or whatever, but £289. Yeah. Now, I fucking know what I'd rather be paying next season because I... what what. What I think a lot of Arsenal fans can see, or what I see, is that we, we will pay that again next season, but nothing will change again next season. So, you know, if you want to do your slow motion, shut it down for, we'll forward on to a next year and we'll be in this same boat again and we'll be saying the same thing because nothing's going to change. Well, do you know what my advice to you, Stuart, is? If it kicks off like that, pull the shutters down quickly. <laughs> Stand right at the back of the bar <laughs> and get a brown sauce bottle and squirt it out. I can't even yeah. say what the answer is. I mean, I, I've always... The thing is, I, I do maintain that we had the well, team to win this season and it's almost we've imploded out of... Uh, because it's what we always do. It almost feels a bit like that. Like, we haven't yeah. been able to dig in. We've accepted that we will implode. Um, as fans, as the team, as Arsene Wenger, it's just self-defeating. And, you know, we haven't played fantastically well this season, but no. we should have been getting better, not worse, as the yeah. season went on. We should have been getting better. I'm especially, more confident especially, with the teams around us that we can win this league. Especially um, after having a lousy month in January... Which yeah. was pretty shit, and then you go and pick yourself up by beating Leicester. You'd have thought that would have driven driven them on, and yeah. and we went backwards again, didn't we? It, it just to Man United and lost, didn't we? Yeah, it just doesn't more. just doesn't seem to be. So I do I do think Arsene has to go purely because I think he's just an old man now. He's just an old man, and he can't see what what younger managers can see and and whatnot. And but the bold, the real big thing is the board and and until that changes until you see someone there that actually turns around and says I want Arsenal to win that league not put 200 million pound in the bank it won't change it won't change in terms of the league title this season for me it's a case of we've achieved defeat in the jaws of possible victory yeah yeah well I mean again at the I mean there's no question that we will probably finish the season quite strongly. I kind of get that feeling because the pressure's off. We're not going to win the league. I mean, if to, to win the league, we would have to literally win every single game. But and, they sh- and that's and what they should be doing, Matt, that isn't both it? Tottenham and Leicester lose three games in that running. I mean, that is the reality of it. They see Spurs losing three games. And, I mean... You could probably identify the games you think Spurs and Leicester might lose, but then you're just not even looking yeah, at Spurs Arsenal. Don't, Arsenal are not going to win the last nine games of this Premier League season, or last eight games. We're just not. No. We've got to go no, to West Ham away. Yeah. We've got teams like Norwich fighting for their lives. There's just too many 
you know, we just aren't consistent enough over the season to to hold it together and really get three points every week. Um, but you know, we're in the worst position as Arsenal fans we've ever been put in, which is to do you want? Uh, you know, Tottenham failing that is that would just be superb. But Leicester failing as well, that's a big ask when Tottenham are right on their tails. <clears throat> you know, you really, you'd start to worry if Leicester start losing. I just want Leicester to win uh, the league. That's it. You, you're really torn because you, if you, we're going to win the league, Leicester have got to lose. But are we just, should we just accept that we're not going to win and really hope no, we're not. Leicester? No, we're not going to win, Leicester Matt. Leicester win all their remaining games. Yeah, we're not going to win, but... But secretly, you've got to be hoping that Leicester drop points, and you've got to be yeah. hoping that Tottenham drop drop points, and and that we just take each game, isn't it? I know it's an old one, but you know, next up's Watford at home. Let's beat Watford. Let's let's revenge it for the cup game and and see what happens that weekend with with the fixtures. I think Tottenham has still got a few tricky fixtures. Obviously, we have, but yeah, they've got. I think they've got Liverpool away, Man United at home. Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea. Have they got Chelsea away or at home? Yeah, I think they're away. Yeah, so Leicester similar. They've got West Ham at home. United. United, United Everton. Everton. Chelsea. Everton. Chelsea. Chelsea. They're, not, they're not easy games. I think Spurs have got Southampton as well. Yeah. They're not. They've they're both not, got Southampton, actually, I think. Yeah, they're not They're yeah. not nailed on games, are they? So, you know, I think maybe Mr. Cockerlane might have had. Had a hindsight on Saturday, and, well, and the fact is, Arsenal Football Club. If if you want to win that title now, you you've had your chance. You've got to go and win every game, and every game is a proper cup final. You haven't got midweek interruptions apart from the West Brom game at home, but you haven't. So they've got to go with the same attitude in every single game now till the end of the season. But unfortunately, I think that's where Arsene Wenger will fuck it about and we'll, we'll end up with Theo Walcott being given a game because he's got to and and it will all go fucking pear shape again. It, it, it's got to be, leave it as it is and fucking see where we end up. Yeah. Well, let's hope he does. And what, what do you reckon for the Watford game then? Do you think we'll get some revenge? I think so. I think so. I mean, I know we've international break, but they'll have had players away, not not as many as us, but, you know, and Will yeah. the FA Cup semi-final be closer for them then? Will they have a little bit? Nah, it's the 24th, no, no, isn't it? too far 24th, away. yeah. But yeah. I, I fancy we'll reverse the result, maybe 2-1. Yeah, yeah, no, listen, we bossed that. We bossed that that day. I know, I know they obviously scored the two goals, but how many chances did we have and we didn't finish them? Yeah. You know, it weren't like they were all over us for ninety minutes. It's um, they had two yeah, shots no, on I, target, didn't they? I so, think yeah. I think that one's in the bag. I think we'll beat them at home. It's it's just maybe the West Ham one away and Man City away. Albeit Man City haven't beaten one of the top six this season, but you fucking know Arsene Wenger will take a team up there that will let them do that. So if he can just stick with it, oh. Maybe, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, maybe we've got a bit of, you know, a dilemma. Well, at least we won. We won Saturday. We could watch (laughs) Match of the Day again. It was great. It was great. 4-0 for me, Watford. 
<laughs> what and uh, and then we've got West Ham away, John. What do you reckon? Four <laughs> 0 What about England versus? Who are we playing? Germany or something? Germany four 0 Four 0 Germany. All right, boys. Well, uh, another um, exciting week in the world of our lot in Block Five. And we're not going to be here next week, we're are not, we, Matthew? No, we're not going to be here next week. We've decided to take uh, uh, that we're not playing in the Interlal. Um, no. Nah. That we're off. We're going to be in- Instagramming ourselves on some beach. Yeah. Uh, sipping champagne, smoking cigarettes. I'll be sitting indoors uh, watching TV. Doing, doing all the things we're not supposed to do as players. And, and hopefully I'll, um, I'll be able to do a live link-up from France the following Monday. Nice. Will you be Riverside? Yeah, you know? I'll be yeah. Bankside. Bankside. Yeah. Possibly very pissed. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should be good. Yes. I'll let you know how much the brake pads cost, Stuart. How much were they? Oh, he's, I've got to drop it off tomorrow night and he'll do it Wednesday. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> John, you were saying that your brake pads... Um, it sounds sound... like people shagging in a wire pad. <laughs> 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 I said to the geezer, I took it in there, he's a good enough fella. And he, I said, I think it's my brake pads. He said, he said, is it squeaking or grinding? He said, because Astra's have got um, a squeak, a rubber bit that squeaks or whatever, they're brake pads. <laughs> yeah. So I said, it sounds like two people shagging. He went, I have the squeakers. This is a squeeze, yeah. <laughs> and and your, your car didn't have any shoes, Matt, did it? <laughs> no, it didn't have a uh, uh, handbrake. My car is still in the garage. What have you got, uh, an Audi? No, I've got a Volvo XC70, oh, which yeah. apparently is notorious that's a, for this. That's a money issue. pit, that is. But what's yours? Yeah. What's wrong with yours, Matt? Um, it, the handbrake was, uh, when I was yanking the handbrake on, it was going right to the top and I couldn't actually stopped the car rolling down the hill. So yeah. is it a, thought, Oh, no, it's not an XC90. It's not a pedal one. You've got a handbrake one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, I mean, they said it was a notorious issue with that car. Yeah, but, and all uh, the shoe had worn away. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's quite old. It's 10 years old, that car. So uh, I, I'm, I'm expecting that every year there'll be something going wrong with it. But I love it so. Um, all right then, boys. <laughs> With our cars in the garage, yeah. and Arsenal back in the title race. Come on, you go! See you later. All right, you can download us on iTunes. Just search Arsenal and find Arsenal our lot in Block Five podcast. You can find us on Twitter at our lot pod. Or like our Facebook page, Arsenal, our lot in Block 5. Do not, under any circumstance, ask to join the <laughs> our lot in Block 5 Facebook group. You ain't going to get it. Just find the page, like the page. Thanks for listening. Now you have found So what are we all doing for the weekend? Well, I'm going to Kidderminster. Uh, which See the Harriers? Just re- but I was sort of saying to Jenny, I couldn't remember whether the Kidderminster Harriers were the football team or the athletics team. Uh, but I the, thought it was the, something to do with fucking Jimmy Savile. 
Kid, Kiddie Minster Harriers. Kiddie Mingers. Kiddie Manger Harriers. It's funny, so, um, one of the lads at work brought back some like chocolate, um, sort of French, um, French sort of rolled, uh, like a kind of rolled tube with Nutella in it. You know those things, like a yeah. sort of biscuit, and it looked like a cigar. So everyone is Jimmy Savile, yeah, going oh no, they're not. <laughs> the office, totally most inappropriate thing you could do. But you know, I'm going to my mum's on Friday, have a couple of beers, come home Saturday. I've got a week off next week, doing nothing, watching TV. Back to work for two days after not and play darts. <laughs> and do you know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm going, I'm going back to fucking South End. You're not. Yeah, because I can't, got home and I said... You've got to oh, apologise yeah. for the people you're upset. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you've got, yeah, you've got to uh, take a hammer and nails with you to repair that table. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I came back and I, I said the same. I said, hey, do you know what? They've got quite a good little thing with the kids and blah, blah, blah. Oh, Adventure and, Island. Yeah, Adventure yeah. Island's great. Yeah. So I, was, I said it does... So she said... Oh, right, we'll go up there then Friday. And I'm thinking, oh, 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 okay, okay. So, yeah, just stay away from the casino area. You, and... you start walking along Peter Pan's playground. You go, people going, oh, that's Stupart. And then you go, yeah. how do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> that drunk fucker in the pub, the other night. Yeah, there'll be some birds still drying her top out under the hairdryer in the ladies' pizza. <laughs> Old Footloose? <laughs> Old Footloose is hard. <laughs> <laughs> 